Um, Bro, I forgot I read Naruto. Oh my fucking I thought you, you would be able to do now. What? You, you know what? Whenever, whenever you read Naruto, <laughs> even whenever I said, "Josh, you want to <laughs> shout anyone out?" It's because I was literally looking at my <laughs> shelf behind Zach that has Gara and Itachi on soda bottles because I thought maybe Josh wants to shout out Gara and Itachi. How do you, forget you you read a series like Naruto? Oh my god! Like I want to know this because you already shouted out Gara earlier this episode. You did. I did. <laughs> I spaced out. You guys put me on the spot and I had to look. Okay, Alex, I think you got your Dude. clip and your episode name here. Dude, I do. <laughs> and that's the intro, boys. <laughs> Hello, hello. Welcome back to Animan Plus. This is episode 15. Hopefully everyone's having a great day. Hopefully everyone's going to have a happy new year. Uh, this episode is actually being recorded on the 31st. The final podcast episode being recorded from Sparky3 for 2020. I went and did a count before we started recording. And um, let's, let, me, let me pull up the, uh, the, the date here. Um, 239 days ago, we posted the first podcast coming out of here from Sparky3. Uh, which I believe was real talk, though, if my mind, if my memory serves me correctly. And we have done 97 episodes since then, podcasts across the board, across four show, shows. Shout out to that. That's pretty hype. Really excited to see what 2021 is going to bring for Animan Plus, uh, for Lighthearted and more. We still have got some stuff in the works for real talk, though. I've got some other stuff in the works as well that's still in the DL. So really excited for what 2021 can bring. Uh, shout out to what I would consider a successful 2020 I, one of the biggest things coming into 2020 doing these podcasts was seeing how well we could stick to a schedule seeing how well that I could do this every single week for months on end because I felt like when I did my original podcast a few years ago that didn't really work out but this year it worked out we're doing it we've done a lot of great stuff we've got some pretty good equipment shout out to Zach who's here with me in studio for buying the Roadcaster Pro I still appreciate you for that You've made my life a lot easier. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I mean, that was cheap, man. Yeah, it was cheap, this fucking guy. Josh, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, Josh is back. You know, last week it was Christmas week, so it was kind of tough to get everyone together, which is understandable with the holidays and all. Uh, but like, we are here. We are here to talk about some anime and manga. Well, mine is uh, Shonen Jump, that is. Shonen Jump also was on a break this week um, for the holidays. It will be back this upcoming Sunday. And uh, I'll go ahead and throw a little tidbit for, you know, the My Hero readers out there that don't want to look into spoilers. You got something coming. I'm not going to say what exactly or what type of something's coming, but you got something coming. Get ready for that. Here, this upcoming Deku's week. actually a woman, guys. Oh, sh well, that, that, fuck. Uh, there he is. He fucking spoiled shit. We're back to the original anime now. <laughs> Spoiling shit immediately. Shout out to that, man. I don't know. That piece of shit magician from a Gravity Boy showed up and went, you're a woman now. Basically. Man, shout out to the fact that, like, Josh, me and you, man, fucking went into Anime and Guns Plays in episode one, immediately talk about the ending of Demon Slayer. Oh, man. What a meme. What a meme. This is why that RSS is no longer available. That's true. That RSS is dead. <laughs> that is gone. Gone forever. That's, that's sad. 
Yeah. We did what? We did what? <laughs> Ten episodes where we just went in like eight episodes of just shit. Eight episodes. Yeah. <laughs> just just spoiled literally everything. Yep. I mean, you always say we need to do more spoiler casts. Like, I mean, you could have just kept those, and <laughs> I could have, yeah, I could have, man. Dude, yeah. the view, the listens on that was brutal. <laughs> oh man, it was brutal. All right, so uh, let me kick things off real quick with some uh, quick plugs here. Number one, first and foremost, if you're interested in gaming, movies, TV, make sure to go check out Lighthearted, my gaming podcast. That those links will be down in the description below. If you want to follow us, you can check us out on our socials. I'd greatly appreciate. It. We may have some new socials in the works. Uh, me and Josh are kind of talking back and forth. The Animan Plus may get its own uh, Twitter handle and stuff. That's something we're looking at. We'll see how that goes. I don't know. Uh, and also shout out to the Patreon if you want to support us further. The Patreon is a great way to do so. Shout out to our tier four patron Jared who did redeem a topic request for us for this episode, which is our favorite characters from anime, manga, or webtoon. Uh, basically, what we're going, what I decided to kind of do for this is uh, we'll do our number one favorite of all time or what we believe is probably our number one favorite, and then just, then just rattle off some others. And the reason I changed that because I feel like when he did his question for this show, uh, which was like our favorite Dragon Ball character, I feel like that basically gave away what my favorite character would be being Goku. I so, mean, yeah, you've answered yours already. Yeah, so I, yeah. I I wanted to expand on it, give some other characters to talk about. So that's what we're going to do here in a little bit. Uh, like I said, no weekly Shonen Jump right now. We do a few chapters to write. We've got our normal anime stuff. Black Clover did not come out this week. It was on, uh, from what I saw online, everyone did not know it was going to be on a break this week. I'm assuming, obviously, for the holidays. So this upcoming Tuesday, 158, will come out and begin the Spade Kingdom arc. So on Anime and Plus episode, 16 we will add black clover to the lineup but in return noblesse is dropping out of the lineup because we did have the noblesse finale this week the non-existent episode is i was Zach about to say it. i don't know what you're talking about noblesse <laughs> ended last week man <laughs> the non-existent episode as he calls it can you believe this guy josh he's gonna make up an episode just because he didn't like how it ended i uh, yep you're man. right that's just who i am as a person you know though i can't believe it wow <laughs> fuck <laughs> 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 shit man ouch fuck you um, we'll get to that. We'll we'll follow back to that. Fuck you. First off, all right, all right. So let's hit hey, some man. news. Let's hit some news. All right. Uh, got a big win to immediately kick things off. Something I saw that I was pretty happy about, and it does involve Kaiju Number Eight. I've said it a thousand times. I'm gonna continue to say it. One of my big goals for this show is to find the next big hit before it's the next big hit. Josh and I, we struck out with Bone Collection and Tom Paradox Ghost Rider, but it looks like this show, Animan Plus, is hitting a home run with Kaiju Number Eight and. It's still to be determined on Phantom Seer, but it's looking very promising from everything that I'm seeing. But Kaiju number eight is a home fucking run. Uh, so the hype for it, the series has reached 50 million views on the Jump Plus app, and it has passed 430,000 sold for volume one. Yo, shout out to that, man. That's that's pretty hype. Everyone's on the Kaiju uh, number eight train, which they should be. If, you, if you're not on it yet, you need to get on it. It's fucking great. You're missing out. It's an absolutely great series. You'll love the art. You'll love the characters. The fights are dope. Uh, everything about it is really awesome. The fight has been dope. The fight has been dope. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, we've had a couple. <laughs> we've had a, a couple. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the we've few had, like, series on big, Jump big Plus fight. where you can actually read the entire series. That's true. It is one of the few series on Jump Plus where you can read the whole series. Uh, it's only tw we're 21 chapters in right now. Um, so, so make sure to just go check it out, man. It, it's going to be the next big hit. I'm telling you, it's going to be great. Uh, but on the other side of things, things that are not big hits, uh, we never learn 
is confirming to be coming to a close, which that one, I'm not going to call it a big hit, but it's been successful. I think it ran for 130 something chapters or it's either like 130 or 180. One of the two numbers are sticking out to me. Can't remember which, uh, but I wouldn't call it a big hit, but it it was successful enough to kind of run with it. But then another one that's not exactly been a great hit. It's been at the bottom of the totem pole for every single new chapter lineup for a while. And it's one of Josh's favorite series out there. Uh, A gravity boys is coming to a close with chapter 50. Josh, how upset are you to hear about this man i know how much you just loved this series you got so attached to the characters you were just so involved with it i mean how how upset are you that this series is coming to a close my heart's literally broken i don't know if i can ever read anything again like those 12 (laughs) chapters that i read were just they changed your life brain rot is what they (laughs) brain rot (laughs) i heard that entire series was just a prequel to genital jousting the game oh jesus christ you know, I, I really do think that, you know, with this series coming to a close, I want to say, like, we joked about it before we started recording. I bet you anything, even the creator's just like, well, I didn't think I was going to make it this long, so, hey, that's a win for me. I mean, to be fair, when we started the original anime, and it was, like, one of the bottom, yep. like, mangas on Jump, and it, it's hung on for it, a long time. So props to it for going as long as it did. I mean, I seriously. only got through 12 chapters. I couldn't do any more, but... And you know, obviously, people somewhere out there endured it. And you know, what's even funnier about the fact that it's hung on is even even they memed about the fact that it's hung on for as long. Where like there'd be like a little still shot of the characters released like every once in a while, where they'd hold up like you'd see them holding up a book. It's like, look, guys, we're not last in the lineup this week in terms of the chapters yeah. for weekly show. Like even they memed about like this series literally held on by a thread for so long. And uh, it, it is it is coming it is coming to uh t- you know to a close finally with uh, chapter fifty. So I mean now let me ask: Is it actually coming to a close, or did it get axed? Because that's two totally different. That's scenarios. that's a good that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, you if know, it's ending on its own terms, then it did exactly what it wanted to do. That's fair. If it got axed by jump, then rip. My but. guess. Is it's getting axed by jump? That's my guess. Uh, I did not see any clarification if it was ending on its own its own uh, terms or not. I guess I'll find out more when the chapter comes out because I'm sure I can probably find some comments from people that do read it where they can basically say that oh, with the way that it you know kind of led up to its final chapter, it did end on its own terms, or it's like oh no, it was very clear cut that this was just ended. I'm guessing it was axed. I'm willing to bet anything that it was probably axed. That's just a giant meme. It is, it is. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, we never learned. That's another one. I would assume that one may have ended on its own term because it, it went for a little bit. I mean, it was like, like I said, in the, in the hundreds somewhere. Uh, but with these two ending, I'm now, you know, we are getting to that time. Let's start to see what we're going to start coming out in Jump here in the near future, what new series are going to be rising up. So I am going to be very curious to see uh, what new uh, series we're going to have introduced here soon, especially from the uh, Jump Festa that we just had. Uh, I haven't actually seen any of the one-shots that came out of it. Those aren't exactly the easiest to get a hold of. Um, So I am kind of curious to see what's going to end up uh, getting added to Weekly Shonen Jump moving forward. Uh, Boards will get moved up. Uh, I I mean... Uh, it, it has, it definitely has potential. I mean, if, if it's, you know, if it's going to get moved up, go weekly, whatever, you know, you give Kishimoto with a solid squad behind him. You know, he's got a, um, an, an artist who's going to do all the art, which, you know, some people, I think, you know, Josh, you're one, it's not, you're not a huge fan of the art for Boruto because of how no. much of a shift change it is. That my boy Gara 
what did they do to him? Yeah. Okay. Well, Gar, adult Gara did get adult Gara did get fucked. All right. There's, there's no lies there. He did get fucked. That is true. But no, I mean, I, I can see with Kishimoto coming back on onto. I mean, I have obviously I haven't read Boruto past where I'm at, which is I think where the anime is at now. I mean, it has the potential to to jump onto a to a weekly schedule and fill that gap since we were always talking about Jump wanting to find the next big thing and Naruto was the big thing and Boruto was kind of keeping the same following as Naruto did. It would make sense to have the you know original creator back on board you know full time and you know pump it out weekly yeah and you know with where the story is currently i definitely could see it being a slight possibility based on where we're going to go with the story because we're at a point right now where we're getting very very close to kind of reaching what can very easily i'm not saying we're we're to a point where this is going to happen this is like oh yeah very clearly this is going to happen but we're getting to a point where it's very easily able to hit that like time skip where we go into like a Boruto Shippuden type of vibe, you know, where we now have like the older Boruto. We are reaching that point in the story where it can be easily taken to that level. Uh, But then what it's going to come down to is, um, is Kishimoto want to come back and do stuff to that level again? You know I mean? He obviously he did it with Samurai 8 uh, last year, got axed. And um, you know, I've, I, you know, I want to believe that the guy, you know, doesn't want to end on that note, you know, of Samurai 8 being his last, you know, weekly series that got axed after, like, 36, 37 chapters. I can't remember what. Um, but I don't know. You know, we'll see. It's going to ultimately come down to if he wants to get back in that schedule. Uh, if he does, yeah. cool. You know, I would love to see, like, a Boruto, air quotes, you know, Shippuden type of type of deal. Like I said, where we are right now uh, in the uh, in the manga, it, it could easily get there. I mean, we're, we're to a point where you could do it in, if it, if it was, you know, turned weekly because like i said we're monthly right now it could probably be done in less than five chapters we could probably get to a shippunden type of vibe maybe you know especially with the links of these chapters because keep in mind these chapters are like 49 to like usually like 60 something pages every month i mean yeah so they're basically like two to three chapters yeah in and of themselves if it did go to weekly wouldn't that cut it down though it would it, it would okay. it would cut but it down like, if, we, like if we kept it 20. on that monthly schedule you know i'd say in about maybe like five months we could probably get to that that point where we're ready for a time schedule. i'm not saying that's where that's what's going to happen i'm just saying i could see it going that way but yeah. uh, I, I could also see kaiju 8 being another contender for jumping up into like the big leagues See, I could, but at the same time, like, I feel like Jump's going to keep it in the Jump Plus and really put, I mean, we've got Chainsaw Man come over to Jump Plus. We've got Spy Family in Jump Plus that's rocking. You know, I think they're really trying to make a juggernaut over there. I mean, there. yeah, I would think Kaiju's doing good on Jump Plus. Plus, if I, I would probably keep it as a flagship for Jump Plus, really build the platform because yeah. right yeah. now they're, they're that, that and Spy Family are, gonna, are the two right now. Because they're constantly, whenever you look at the updates, they're rescanning and doing the re-editions of old series to get it on the yeah. uh, application. But, I mean, keep something like Kaiju number 8 or uh, Spy Family as a, just a flagship initial just so people are already using it so they can see that these are getting put on there. And once they get yeah. to a certain point, they may just stay to read an old series. Yeah. See, the only way that I, I mean, I could see Kaiju getting bumped up. I could. But yeah, I think definitely. I think the only way that's going to happen is, number one, is if they really become desperate for sh- Weekly Shonen Jump. That's going to be the first thing. Because I, I agree with your statement on they want to use that 
as like a flagship for Jump Plus to help build the brand. I agree to that. If they get really desperate, it's like we need some extra hits for a weekly Shonen Jump, whatever. I mean, money talks. They throw they throw a bag that they throw a bag that creator's way, you know. Because I mean, I I, mean, I imagine he likes his schedule. I mean, of, yeah, that was going to be my other yeah. Thing. I imagine he likes that week off. So I mean, hey, money talks. You throw enough money someone's way, they may be willing to sacrifice something like that. I don't, so know. I don't we, know. We have a couple. Uh, writers we've talked about who's just like, eh. Yeah, we have. <laughs> we have, you know. Yeah. Uh, the one for Demon Slayer. Uh, Kubo. Kubo, yeah. You know, so I don't know. You know, the, you know to my, I haven't looked into uh, any past works for the uh, Kaiju creator, so I don't know if they've, you know, I, I would assume they haven't had any huge successes or we would have already known about them, you know, already been talked about. So, you know, someone that's um, kind of newer, you know, they, they might be like, oh, look at that money. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah. I mean, I'm also looking at it like this because um, Kaiju is basically weekly except for its week off, yep. um, which could easily be rectified because, I mean, look at Jujutsu Kaisen. They've had two, quote, unquote, bonus chapters yeah. that are about five pages long so far. So, I mean, memes. you know, it would be easy to do something like that if they really wanted to. And That's true. You know, they might if, be willing to make were an desperate. exception. You know, they make, you know, Jump's main exception for Jujutsu Kaisen to put out that little meme chapter. They might be doing yeah. the same thing for Kaiju because of, if it ends up being continuing to be a massive success. But I don't know. We'll see. You know, as of right now, I, I would say I think it's very safe bet to just, they're going to keep it in Jump Plus. They're going to continue yeah. to build that brand. And maybe a year from now, if they if whatever new series pops out this year, all fucking bomb, you know, ones that are currently in there don't continue to do well and, you know, just more and more shit happens. Maybe a year from now, we might see some big changes happen with Weekly Shonen Jump where they really just get desperate, you know. We'll see. It's going to all come down to these newbies because, I mean, it's like uh, I, I mentioned it here on a previous episode where, like, you know, the Yozakura family is, like, I think as of right now, like the sixth or fifth oldest series in Weekly Shonen Jump, which is insane to think about, you know, when it's only, like, 63 chapters long. And that's, like, yeah. it, it, that's insane to think about in terms of how old it is, you know, that it's, like, the fifth or sixth. So, I mean, if these new series coming out, just uh, f- fucking bomb, flatline. I um, guess we'll see. I guess we'll see how desperate sh- Jump becomes here a year from now. They might they might bump some stuff up from uh, w- uh, Jump Plus. You know, it, it's also, while we're just, like, talking about things, it, it's a, it could be a possibility that, you know, Jump may just, like, quit the weekly magazine thing mm-hmm. in the future. Not that, you know, it's not doing well for them because they're one of the biggest, but we're moving to a more digital age now, I especially with I the, that's possible. with, with COVID still being a thing. Like, I mean, cause you guys talking about jump plus made me think about that. Like maybe jump plus is what they're wanting their next big thing to be. And not necessarily giving up on like the actual printed magazine, but you know, slowly making it to where like a, a digital only format would be what maybe something that they could do in the future. That's something that I've seen like some people talk about, like, you know, in the industry, people that I follow and everything. And I, I really do believe that X amount of years in the line that like, I don't know what that X is going to be. I don't know what the X is. I mean, it could be two, three, four. I don't know. I mean, I do actually really believe that the weekly Shonen Jump magazine that we grew up with, the one that we know, the one that comes out. I mean, I could, I, I could see it dying off at some point and just going more digital. I, I don't, obviously volumes will never go away. I, I, I don't see that happening. Yeah, no. Um, no, I don't see volumes going away either, but I, I can definitely see moving more to a, a completely digital thing. I know like Marvel and stuff are wanting to do that too. 
so they have their own little app yeah, that you do. can go and subscribe to yeah. you know whatever series you're reading yeah which we, makes sense they do yeah yeah we, especially for a country like japan that you know there's like big cities mm-hmm. everyone has internet so it's not going to be hard for people to to get what they <clears throat> to get that stuff like and not have to buy print yeah that's what I'm trying to say. And, you know, one thing to also note about this whole, like, topic is, like, you know, we're, we're over here speculating, like, on this, which I, I believe is completely fair speculation. Um, but we're all just kind of basing this just from, like, just a general understanding uh, as adults that we understand that everything's going to a more digital era and everything like that. But, you know, one thing to note is, like, we have no idea how, like, we, the weekly Shonen Jump magazine, like, how it does over in Japan. Because think about it. I mean where do you buy weekly shonen jump over here these days you you really don't it doesn't come out i don't even think it's in publication in america yeah i mean like japan like that's it's that's its thing over there that's like it's bread and butter over there you know that i mean i i can see that culture you know constantly buying this and keeping it alive easily you know we don't know that you know obviously I, i don't know the sales on it i haven't bothered to look into it uh, so, I mean, you know, it could be another thing to note that, you know, the Weekly Shonen Jump magazine could be around for a while. I mean, uh, to give an example on that, like the Weekly Shonen magazine, you know, di- uh, different company from Shonen Jump, the one that has Eden Zero, Fire Force, stuff like that. Uh, to my understanding, because I've been looking a lot, they don't really have like a digital service as easy access as like the weekly sh- as weekly shonen jump the jump plus app and everything like that like i can read like eden zero through crunchyroll manga i don't think fire force is on there and that's part of the weekly shonen magazine i don't think ace of the diamonds on there it could be i may have overlooked them but like these other series that are part of weekly shonen magazine like they're not like on like crunchyroll manga which is where i uh, where i read the official release for eden zero so like you know that magazine still consistently comes out and there's not a you know, easy access, uh, digital way to access that magazine as well as other magazines, like the one that, uh, attack on Titans in, for example, that's going to yeah. fucking die when attack on Titan finally ends. Um, so I, I don't know. It, it's interesting to note on that just cause you know, it's completely different culture over there. So. Yeah. And I, yeah, I guess that's something also that we need to think about too is yeah, it's completely different culture. Uh, stuff may be more digital over here, but yep. it doesn't necessarily mean it's digital over there. Because um, I was kind of thinking, you know, with PlayStation, Sony being a Japanese company and then making the true. PlayStation 5 discless, true, true. maybe that's what they were trying to move to because that's what the country itself was trying to move to. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. it might just be here. And, you know, it will still happen eventually. Let's be real. It will still happen eventually. It's just when. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see what, what Jump does over the next year or so and how they continue to evolve into, you know, more digital stuff. Like, you know, because Jump Plus is just taking off, man. It's got a lot of good stuff for it. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's talk about kind of a Debbie Downer here. Let's talk about Debbie Downer. Uh, I was kind of iffy if I want to talk about it, but, you know, we, we, we talked about it before on, uh, I don't know if it was on Animan Plus or Animan, but uh, we're, we're going to We talked it. about it on Animan Plus and we talked about it on the original Animan. We went more in depth on the original Animan on it. So. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, you know, tie a little knot on this because I feel like this is potentially, we'll see, obviously, potentially the end of this saga. We'll see how it goes. Um, no, I don't think it will be. But, I, I don't okay. think it will be either. But, you know, we'll, it might be the potential end of the saga for You two are losing us. me. Y'all are just rambling like a bunch of old men. Hey, man. <laughs> Got to fill in the show. 
Got to fill in the show, man. Uh, all right. So we've talked about before about the act age rider. Okay. He got arrested uh, X amount of months back for basically groping. Te- being you know, a perv. Being a perv. That's the, be- that's the best way to put it. Uh, and, you know, I- I've talked about it here on the show before that that sort of stuff, it happens over in Japan. I mean, uh, I think it was the Ronio uh, Kenshin rider. You know, he got arrested for like a shit ton of child porn, only served like what, a year or two in prison, if that. Um, you know, you see this stuff come out and it's just like, it's not really a big deal over there in terms of, of the law, unfortunately. Uh, so we did have the official sentencing on this dude. Uh, he was sentenced to one year and six months in prison, but it was delayed for three years. So he will not actually begin to serve that until three years from now. But here's the last catch. Uh, if he stays on good behavior, it will be completely waived. Sucks, but it is what it is. I mean, I, I, I've said yep. before, this stuff is not a huge deal over there. Which sucks, but I was about to say he's been sentenced and it's on whatever record they have, but he may not actually serve any time. Exactly. I mean, it sucks. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that, but you know, like I've mentioned before, like we've mentioned before on the show, it's not a huge deal over there, and it's that's a different culture. It's a different culture, and that's unfortunate. But, um, yeah, it is what it is, man. Uh, yep. Do you guys have anything you want to say on it? Do are we ready to move on? I was going to say, as far as it being the end, I I don't foresee that because uh, we talked about it before the Rony Kenshin yeah, yeah. it got pulled when that happened and then Rony Kenshin came back and jumped for us all that shit yeah, yeah and then uh, Toro Code creator same thing happened to him and yeah. now he's got he had Bill King so I don't foresee this being and I think dude's gonna come back with something but yeah Right. No, yeah, that's, and that, and that, that, that's a fair thought you know we'll see if sometime within these next few years We'll have a, a new manga and something. It'll, it'll be interesting to note if it's going to be in uh, yeah. Jump, uh, which I don't think it would be, but who knows? I mean, it won't be I right mean, away. It won't be right away is, yeah. is what I mean to say. You know, if he's going to have something in Jump, it'll be a couple years from now maybe. I don't know. Yeah, and, and I guess what I'm years, referencing yeah. Yeah. What I'm referencing too is his punishment from Jump uh, because Act Age was canceled yeah. and all that stuff. <laughs> Disappeared and they off pulled, the face of the planet. <laughs> they pulled everything Act Age, and that was his punishment. But um, like I'm saying with um, Torco Dude, it's there. It's and Rony Kenshin do. It's gonna be, Shonen Jump's gonna forget about it in you know a and couple years. Yep, and move on and you know invite him back with some new shitty manga like Bill King or something like that. And <laughs> the whole saga will just start all over again with someone else. Yep, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, but you know it is what it is. You know we're just here to talk about it. Yep. Um, but on a on a more positive note. We had some really dope ass news come out this week, and it's it's actually kind of funny. This news popped out because Zach, me, and you were just talking about this last yeah, week. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we were just talking about this, and and one of the series that was involved with this, even one that you mentioned, where it's like you could see this being a thing, but uh, huge webtoon news. This is massive, in my opinion. Uh, webtoon announced that Omniscient Reader, uh, Yumi Cells, Nano List, Your Letter, and Remarried Empress are all being adapted into. And I'm not saying they're all getting all three of these, but just a mix, a mix and match basically of tv film and animated series hey this is massive okay we were just talking about last week about sweet home okay another popular webtoon just getting a live action netflix series that's apparently does not eat ass so shout out to that congratulations to that um that's not the just knowing this that's not the best way to phrase that well i don't know the series so i'm just gonna take your word for it (laughs) well bottom line it doesn't suck is that better 
Sure, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, to my understanding, it does not suck. Everything that I've read online about people that's checked out Sweet Home, they says that, that it is really good, most notably. It did not get whitewashed. Shout out to that. But, no, this is massive. This is actually really huge news because it's like we've talked about on multiple times with this show when it came to, like, God of High School and Noblesse. It's like, you know, this continues to open the door for, like, other, like, web novel, like web novels, web comics, whatever, to be something more than just that. I mean, like the one thing that a lot of people don't like understand when it comes to like webtoon and stuff like that is like these guys, like they don't necessarily submit their shows like that. You do Shonen jump or Shonen jump. You have to bring or weekly Shonen magazine, whatever you have to bring your stuff to an editor and get denied and denied and denied. And then finally approved for something like, Oh, this series is not shit. Like your previous seven, this one works. We'll put it in the magazine. Yeah. You no, know, a lot of these series are literally just, you just they upload were, it. They were web novels. Just somebody wrote it up, posted it yep. somewhere, and pe- gained a following. And then Webtoon over in Korea finds them like, hey, we have this drawler that wants to do your series in a manga. And are you okay with that? Yeah, sure. Yep. And it goes from there. And it's the same thing. Like, even if you're you're doing stuff on your own, you can just submit it to Webtoon. I mean, mm-hmm. like, there's uh, one particular artist. I don't know his full username. I know his name is Kenji. Kenji number letter something something. Yeah, I actually know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I, I love his art. He does, like, a lot of, like, a lot of Dragon Ball art and a couple other things. And he'll, like, draw Dragon Ball characters and, like, samurai armor and stuff. They just look fucking cool. Well, he's got a series that he just started called Warden. Uh, and it's currently on Webtoon, three chapters in. Uh, I've actually read all three chapters just out of support because I love the dude's art. And it's same thing, you know, in his case. He's just uh, an, an online artist, just loves art, does his thing, and he submitted a series just to upload. I and mean, you can just upload your series, and boom, you're good to go. And, and that's what makes this so cool to me is that it makes it feel more accessible for, like, your everyday Joe that's just wanting to do art, you know, and wanting to kind of make it. You know, Josh, a good example, our buddy Aaron. You know, you know, our buddy Aaron, you know, he's been working on multiple types of projects. Uh, You know, this is uh, something that he could, you know, upload to. And and that's what makes it so cool to hear that these series in Webtoon are are getting something beyond just, you know, the the webcomic, you know, that it is, you know, and it still opens the door for others. You know, Zachary's LC, Zachary's Weak Hero, you know, we've have Unordinary, Solo Leveling. Oh, dude, I'd love Solo Leveling. That'd be so hype. Uh, I mean, there, there's just there's so much potential, and the door just continues to be open, and that's just super dope. Uh, now, Zach, you read Omniscient Reader. That was one that you said that you were actually pretty excited for if oh, it, yeah, if no. this was going to happen. But you also read the first like ten chapters of these other series. What, what do you think the potential are? What do you, what do you, what do you think we're looking like here? I mean, after reading all of them, they are all actually very interesting and whatnot. Um, like honestly, after reading Nano List in uh, your letter. I'm probably actually going to continue because uh, all these series besides Omniscient Reader and um, Remarried Empress are actually finished on Webtoon. Okay. Uh, on Omniscient Reader and Your Empress, from my understanding, those are actually both web novels and both the web novels have actually finished. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> Your Empress, when I was reading that, I would see the comments of people going oh, all about It's like, oh, I can't wait to bash Trashta again. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, there's a following from somewhere. Because, like, uh, your Empress and Omniscient Reader, they both only started about September, August. Mm-hmm. I, because Omniscient Reader on Webtoons at 34 episodes, when you include in the paywall episodes, and uh, Remarried Empress is at 37. So, I mean, they're all good series. If I had to take a guess, because uh, it's TV, film, and animation, Omniscient Reader would probably either be... Um, TV or animated. Yumi sells mostly definitely TV. 
Year Letter, Film, Remarried Empress, TV or Film, and then Nano List. I would I would have be hard. Pre- it would either be animated or filmed, because all these are very good series. Omniscient readers, action, as an action venture following our main co- character Doksha in this weird world that's changed because of a web novel he read. <laughs> Funny enough. Mm-hmm. Um, Yumi Sales. Yumi Sales was the one that threw me off. Because from my understanding, at least the name, I didn't actually look in the author. It's a Korean author. But they've done it in, they did a series in, this this series has 540 chapters, mind you. That's a lot of damn chapters. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they actually did it not in the traditional strip webtoon. They actually did it in a newspaper comic. Oh, okay. All right. That's yeah, yeah, no, that, that's definitely interesting. Yeah, no, and it's a story that follows this uh, she's late twenties, early thirties girl, Yumi, who it follows her and just her daily actions and just the cells within her, her body, which does stupid stuff that causes her reactions. Like the very first chapter and well, not the first, the second chapter, she comes to encounter a guy she likes and the naughty cell, uh, who just is ridiculous. And every other word out of his, that cell's mouth is some sort of, foul language or prerogative is doing everything it's can to be naughty. (laughs) (laughs) And literally there's a whole thing where it's just like, they stop him from doing anything. He's like, Oh no, what have you done? He's going to burn the village down again. You know what happened last time when he burned the village? And he's just super mad with a torch and it just shows Yumi and her face is just completely blushed. (laughs) I was just like, not what I was expecting from burning down the village, but okay. (laughs) I mean, it's very comical and lighthearted and everything. And Shout out to my podcast. N- yes. <laughs> Nanolist is a sci-fi series following a world with androids. And out of all of these series, I'm probably say, at least from the 10 chapters I read, it's probably going to be the darkest. Because, as I said, I only read 10 chapters, so I didn't get a whole lot into it. Our main character's sister apparently died. And left him with an android that takes care of him. And in a letter wrote that she's going, his first birthday, once he's in high school, she's going to give him one more present, which is going to have a ribbon on it, which is another android. And through these first 10 chapters, find out that one android is a super military android that's worth 1.2 billion US dollars. And then the other one, after 10 chapters, it hasn't said exactly what kind of android she is. But she kills very well. And for some reason, they're protecting him. So it's very interesting. I'm probably going to continue reading that one to finish. Your letter is going to be a slice of life drama. It's a very feel-good story, man. Oh, is it? Yes. It's so great. For any, like, (laughs) my first connection when it was called Your Letter, the first thing I thought of was Your Name, the animated film. And it, I get very similar vibes to that. It's a different story, but I get very similar vibes to it. So that it's a very good feel story, feel good story following this girl who's uh, in middle school and this guy she meets through uh, this letter. That's a student who used to go to her school, who sat at her desk, had left to help somebody who transferred to that school, and it's just this long string of misadventures following these letters this guy has apparently left all over the school in the town that they live in, which is ridiculous. 
Remarried Empress is probably the one that's least not in my field because it's a. How do I put? It's probably not a right, but it's like highbrow drama. It's the best way I can put it. I don't really get it because it's more. It's a love story, drama, backstabbing, politics, following this empress who's in this emperor. There's a whole love thing. Emperor brings in a mistress. Mistress is trying to get the empress uh, removed so she can gain power. Empress plays her trap card of, I'll take this divorce, but I have to be allowed to remarry and keep my title. As I said, it's not my wheelhouse. The 10 chapters I read of it was actually fairly intriguing, um, but it's not my wheelhouse, so I'm probably not going to keep with it. But yeah, it's heavy drama, politics, and romance. In a medieval fashion with counts, countesses, empresses, all that fun stuff. If you're into that thing. I, I can see where there's going to be a following for that. Oh, yeah. The prompted there, enough. There's it... already a giant following because, as I said, it was, a, from my understanding, a web novel of some sort. Because, like, all the chapters all have over a million likes or hearts on each chapter. Yeah. yeah. The only exception <clears throat> is the most recent chapters. That have come out for free or the pay behind the paywall, but not a single one is under twenty five thousand light hearts. You know, whenever you you're know, like, oh, what's this series? And you click on it, you see every single chapter's maxed out across the board. You know, where it's like the ninety nine plus. You're like, okay, I've got a good one here. What is this about? Say, there's a giant following. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, what's this one about? <laughs> Remarried Empress again is not my wheelhouse, but at le- even that that those ten chapters I read were actually fairly entertaining. Gotcha. I know you're probably definitely pumped for Omniscient Reader. You've been talking about that one for a possibility of this. I'm excited uh, to see what, what's going to come out of this. I mean, out of these, I have not personally obviously read any of these. I want to read Omniscient Reader. It's on my list right now to read. Um, I mean, if I was going to recommend one to you, I'd probably say Nanolist. Okay. I don't know. Honestly, honestly, your letter doesn't sound horrible. I like some feel-good stories like that on occasion. It's not my everyday go-to, but it, they are nice. They are nice from time to time, so I may check that one out. Um, but, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm really pumped to see how these are going to turn out, uh, whether it's going to be the, you know TV, film, or uh, an anime, uh, and most notably, I'm just excited to see what else is going to come out of it. You know, possibilities, man. The door is being opened, and that's all. That's huge. You, you gotta, it is. You got to know, seeing this sort of stuff, uh, seeing how God of High School, Tower of God, Noblesse went. Um, you know, even though they are controversial with diehard fans of the series, uh, the ratings are good. Seeing how those went, man, you got to know that there are other Webtoon creators out there uh, that are putting their series on Webtoon for the first time or someone that's been doing it for a little while and building their following, you know, and it's just continuing to grow in popularity. You know, you know they're pumped, you know, because this is this is good news for them. You know, this is just a good a good time you know the in, you know the industry the the whatever genre however you want to refer to it that is webtoon it's a great time to be in it right now for yeah. creators so shout out to all of them um all right let's talk about some anime here um let's kick things off with uh noblesse i guess you know we had the season finale is this guy oh making God, this come fake on. episode I'm, I'm i'm bringing it back to this you son of a bitch and fuck you, Josh. That's not something that I would do. <laughs> <laughs> Make up my own. In- okay, well, maybe it is. My, uh, yeah, I mean, everyone already knows both you and me have read the story, so it's, you can just make an episode at this point. So, <sighs> I'm assuming you watched it, though, right? I mean, I can't watch something that doesn't exist. I mean, I read it. <laughs> was that your dog, what Josh? What was that? 
Yeah, that was my dog. Okay, okay. Um, but really, did you watch it? Yes or no? Are you, watch, gonna, are you going to continue this fucking troll? That does not exist. Okay, well, fuck you. I'm going to talk about it then. It was a great episode. Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. You know, one thing that I noticed about the episode, um, it, 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 it stays true. It stays true to the course that was the webtoon. But the one thing that I noticed about this episode is that it did not give you any sort of like indication of what's next besides one very little hint from when the Lord gives his little speech where he's just like, you know, he basically says some of the clan leaders are with me. And that was the only little tidbit of what's next. You know, meanwhile, like God of High School, Josh, you can confirm or deny this. I don't know. I didn't watch Tower of God anime, but God of High School ending had a very clear indication. This is what we are doing now, you know, for season two. And the only reason I'm pointing that out is because there's the obvious question. Will there actually be season twos of all three of these shows? That's the only reason I'm pointing it out. Like with this ending to Noblesse season one, uh, it did not give any indication of a season two at all. That was the only thing I noticed about it. Did Tower of God have any indication of a season two? Yes. Tower of God ended heavily with this is what's going to happen in season two. Okay. Well, that's, you know, same thing with God. Like literally the last episode was like, all right, I'm going to train you to survive in this tower. Gotcha. Okay. So like set up a season two. I got you. So if, if this, if this ended not with like a cliffhanger like that. Have you read any of Tower of God, Josh? I have not read any of Tower of God. I just watched the anime. So, I didn't actually finish the anime. You say it ends, so, like, what it ends with, and I guess, slight spoiler for anyone who hasn't watched it yet because of the question I'm about to ask. It's been out for months, so. Uh, So, what, does it end with Bomb in that underground place, and they're like, I'm going to train you now? Is that what it is? Yeah. Basically, yeah, and everyone else is ascending the tower because they all think Bomb's dead. Oh, everyone's in for a disappointment when Seasons 2 starts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no because <laughs> the, the author of Tower of God is a freaking troll <laughs> and threw everyone off with season 2 whatever he re- uh, created season 2 in the ma- manga <laughs> okay I can't wait for those reactions when that, when that comes out if it comes out yeah if it comes out I would if, assume it, it is I would assume they are because like even Noblesse like while Zach you and I as fans of the series we've enjoyed the anime we both agree that you know, you said it's better binge series. I agree. It's we both agree that it's a tough series for a new person to get into with how they handled it. The ratings across it the is board very is tough. Josh is an example. <laughs> <laughs> ratings across the board is good. Ratings are enough to probably support Crunchyroll and Webtoon moving forward. But that was just the one thing that I noticed about the episode is gave zero indication of what's coming next. Now, granted, I mean, that's true to the Webtoon. That's, that's a good thing, though. That's how the Webtoon was. The Webtoon did not give a flat, blown, like full blown, like ending to something where it's like, this is what is happening next. And that's just how that author writes, though. Yeah, it is. It and is. And that's what makes it sort of hard to get into Noblesse just because they. It doesn't seem like it, but they actually build quite a lot in those like early stuff that comes back into fruition later in your yep. life, in which you don't really think about it at the time, but if you go back and read another time, or in this case for me watching it, those things click and like, that's why they did this here, yada, 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 yeah. and why it sort of feels off until it all comes together and you're like, oh, that was weird. Yeah. So, I don't know. Other than that, I enjoyed the episode. Um, you know, it, it, it wasn't as, like, over the top with 
you know, with how, with like, I guess like, yeah, it wasn't much of one, but the fight sequences that we got, you know, for a season finale, it was very like middle of the road, which is, I guess, with who we're involving things with is understandable. You know, he literally, I thought, I thought it was funny when I think uh, it was the big dude just came over and jumped to him and he's just like, no, it was the little guy with the sword and shield and Raj's like, no. And just like blows him back like 15 yards. I thought that was hysterical. I mean, I just still got still pictures. I'll see it animated next year if it comes out. I hate you so much. All right. Fuck you. First off. <laughs> Second off. I'm just going to assume you watched it. We're moving on. All right. What about Jujutsu Kaisen episode 13, which, you know, more or less felt like the end of part this one was a of great season episode. one. Like, if the series wasn't, if we didn't already know the series was getting 24 episodes, this would have been a great send-off episode. It would have, yeah. And that's why it feels like, it's like, okay, well, we have concluded part one of season one. Part two coming out, obviously, next week. We're going to the second half of season one. Cool. That's the, It was a great send-off. Um, animated beautifully, as always. It, 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 was, it, it looked hit beautiful. on all cylinders. Even uh, Nanamine's flashback thing, that, yeah. like, that thing was done so well and hit so hard. I mean... It was very impactful in the manga at the time, but just seeing an anime, it was very impactful for that moment. It was. It was. Um, looking forward to looking forward to seeing more Big Brother. <laughs> looking forward to that. <laughs> that whole encounter is going to be great. Yeah, looking forward to that. We're we're getting there. It's it's about to come. So that's that's really exciting. Um, what about Yashihime episode thirteen? And also, just for the record, just for anyone listening, just so they know. The reason why we're just kind of like running through this and I'm not letting Josh talk because Josh hasn't watched these just for the record. Not shitting not on Josh. For the record. I'm not shitting on for Josh. Record, I'm just saying. <laughs> for the record, though, I read Jujutsu. I'm caught up on Jujutsu yep, Kaisen yep. manga, so I know what happens in the anime unless they do filler. Yep. And I, I Yashimi just kind of lost me. I'll, I'll catch up at some point. Yeah. I, I just want to make like that record the, known. I didn't want anyone, I didn't want listeners yeah. to think like, what is this guy just ignoring Josh? What the fuck? No, nah, I just nah. wanted to re- make that record known. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll, I'll catch they up probably on skipped ahead and thought point. Josh wasn't here again. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I'll, I'll catch up. I'll catch up on Yashihime when, uh, it gets Alex good. Watches episode three of Dragon Quest. All right, bet. I'll do it this weekend. <laughs> That's an easy deal, man. You said you would catch up Yashihime. I have to watch one episode. You have to watch like X amount. That's an easy deal. I have to watch three episodes. You watch one episode. Oh, man. That's oh, okay. Episode. I thought you were further behind than that. I'm not that far behind. Okay. Well, get prepared for a couple of boring one-off episodes. <laughs> I mean, thirteen was okay. Thirteen was thirteen was okay, and that's what we're here to talk about. I mean, I, I mean, you you skipped through them, so I can skip through them. I skipped through two. I did not skip through thirteen today. Actually, I watched the entire episode. I am, I am three episodes behind, so I can skip through the next two and then watch thirteen and be fine. I agree. If you just keep hitting the ten second forward thing, you'll get the gist of what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thirteen was thirteen was okay. I wished it would have been a bit more with. Considering we got to see Moroku and Songo again, but. yeah, I I wished it would have been a little bit more uh, as well. Um, but it was it was a decent episode. We got introduced to another peril, so that was cool. Yeah, the last of the perils. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Who is the uh, the orange pearl? So, wait. So let's do a rundown. Who have we seen all seven pearls now? Three, four, my knowledge five so yeah i don't six. think so okay okay because we we just got we we just got the orange one with this episode obviously we know where three are we know we're a couple other is uh, we're, we're getting there also i'd like to note that after seeing the episode preview for 14 nobody gives a damn about the red pearl right they only care about the silver and gold nobody right? gives a damn about mora pearl which is and disappointing 
which is funny. Everyone's like, oh, silver or gold. And Morhan's just over here holding it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Stand yeah, aside, child, and your bead. Like, in <laughs> a clam. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, one uh, one pretty cool takeaway from this episode, though, besides just seeing uh, Moroku and Sango again, was uh, what we got to see out of Setsuna this episode. Yeah. You know, yeah, that was one cool thing that we got to see. Uh, what she uh, inherited, basically, is the way she put it. And also teased, like, hey, you know, where she's like, hey, you know, Toa, you may have inherited something as well. So yeah, that was that, that was cool to see. That was cool to see. Stand, stand off his dick. Basically, yes. More, more or less. <laughs> um, all right, so... What about Dragon Quest episode uh, thirteen? Uh, how did you uh, how did you enjoy your Dragon Quest adventure this week? <laughs> I mean, it, it was the ending for the second uh, commander, but I'm not sure if I can stand these commander fights anymore, man. <laughs> just, just with how I don't know when this manga originally came out, but it was eighties, I think. It, it, you can definitely see it because it hits on tropes hard. When those commanders fights start going on, just the whole uh, friendship nonsense uh, plot device that's suddenly available that's supposed to change something. Um, nonsense power up to win the fight. Oh no, enemy is now sort of ally. Oh no, next evil villain has shown up to do bad stuff. Oh no. Die and his team haven't done anything bad because everyone gets killed by all the evil people. <laughs> like, I mean, overall, it was a good episode and it was somewhat enjoyable, but I, I mean, it just hit tropes so hard. <laughs> and at this point, Pop's more useful than our female protag, Mon. Jesus. Because literally, what? And Crocodile? She was there. She shot once or twice, then got captured by a tentacle monster. Fitting. High kill. She gets knocked out, gets thrown in a dungeon and captured, gets rescued because Gomechan, the little flying golden slime thing, decided to hide in her bosoms and came out and was able to fly to the bars and steal a key. <laughs> or no, steal her gun back and give her gun her to her so she could escape. She then proceeds to crawl through tunnels and find our plot, convenient plot device. And then yell at Haikyuu about uh, he shouldn't be doing this because we're all uh, disciples of Avon. And causes a slight love triangle for a moment of Pop and Haikyuu have a thing from Man. So, but she doesn't care about either, either of them other than their uh, Avon disciples. <laughs> like there's the whole moment when after everything went down and she, she uh, Haikyuu's the fight's finished. Haikyuu's on the ground and watch, man, instead of going and helping either die or pop, she goes over to Haikyuu, throws his head in a lap pillow and starts healing and I'm just like, what is this bullshit? <laughs> I was like, pop, you screwed, man. She don't want you. She wants some dark night over there. <laughs> some dark night. Ooh. I mean, it, it was, for what it is, it, it was good, but just, it was super trope heavy. And sort of disappoint that our female protag is more of bystander A than protag. Well, you got, you know, 10 more episodes of this. I mean, 
at this point, I have a pretty good idea where the, how this is going to go. So yeah, okay, predictable. <laughs> I mean, if it's still trope heavy, yes. Okay. All right. Um, let's head over. We'll do uh, chapters first. We'll do the few chapters we have. Like literally, I think eight chapters to quickly rate, and then we'll do our uh, Patreon topic for uh, this month, being our favorite characters from anime, manga, webtoon. All right. So first off, we have Spy Family chapter thirty-eight. This was actually very good. It was. I would give it, it a nine. I agree. This was a very good chapter. For <laughs> what it was, it was very well done. Yeah. Just its whole acronym of the situation and just showing off our two adult characters. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I think a nine's fitting due to a really good chapter. There was a battle here, but not in any traditional form. Yeah, yeah, that that's accurate. There was a, it, it gave me like some almost like some L and light type of battle, you know, like because their battles were all like mental. Yeah, and, that, and that's what I loved about this chapter. Uh, next up, we have uh, the My Hero Vigilante spinoff, uh, chapter ninety two. I got to give this one like, like probably like an eight, man, maybe a nine. You know, I'll give it a nine. I'll, I'll, I'm going to give it a nine because I, I, well, the ending alone was fantastic, but also like the whole few beginning panels were, was really dope. I'll go ahead and say it up front, you know, because I've already talked about before how we're in like a, a backstory we have been for a few weeks. Uh, the first few uh, pages were super cool because you get to see a young All Might. You get to see a young All Might with with Night Eye, and that was super dope. So you get to like see a little look in, you know, look at their agency type of vibe. You know, and this is also before injury, mind you, before okay. injury All Might. So like, you know, All Might just comes in from doing whatever all might things you know and he's fucking exhausted because he's been running x amount of hours and you see night eye fucking running like a goddamn machine just stamping stuff moving paper stamping stuff and night eye's like yo bro you know get some fucking sleep go get some it was just nice to see the interaction between the two when they were partners it was kind of funny when uh some you know because we got the setup at the end of the last episode where young miracles is like we need to call all might uh, so, you know, right when he's about to go, you know, get ready and go to sleep, you know, they get a call. And it was so funny when Night Eye answers it because, like, All Might's hair sticks up. And it even says, when it's like, All Might senses, you know, tingling because his hair sticks back up. And All Might's, like, you know, p- pucking his ears out. He's like, I am needed. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, it was just a nice little interaction. Loved seeing it. And then you the think, ending was a nice setup. that setup. was a show to Danger Sense? basically I feel it almost felt like it almost, but, uh, no, I, you know, so I, I'm gonna give it a nine, man. That beginning interaction was super cool to see between them, uh, as well as the ending setup, which honestly, I gotta say without spoiling it, the ending setup has me very, has me questioning is what is going to happen. Presuming what I, I'm assuming happened. Are we going to see this in the actual manga at some point? We'll see. You know, uh, for people who's reading the My Hero Vigilantes, you know what I'm talking about with one of our, our pro tags. So this is a backstory for one of our pro tags of the Vigilantes. You know, so I'm kind of curious if what we're going to see happen uh, coming up here in the next few uh, chapters of this, if it's going to come into play into the actual manga at some point. So that'll be pretty cool to see because we've already seen some elements from Vigilantes play into the main story because this is this is all canon. So that's, I don't know. That's pretty cool. Uh, next up, I got Boruto Chapter 53 because I forgot about it last week. Um Kishim, this is this is Kishimoto's first chapter back. Um, his first chapter back in terms of the writing, and I guess he wanted to send it off with a fucking bang, and he sent off a fucking massive nerf to one of our characters. So that was that was pretty cool, very visual too. Um, I'm gonna give this chapter like probably like a six though, because it felt like a big letdown for how the conclusion 
of this fight that we've had ended. It, it felt like a massive letdown, but then we got a beautiful setup to what's going to come. But like I said, I, Kishimoto's first chapter back, he decided to go ahead and give a massive nerf to somebody. Uh, next up, we have Dragon Ball Super Chapter 67, the aftermath chapter to the very long Moro saga that we've had for the past couple years. Uh, did get introduced to a new character, which was already kind of you know revealed and teased through like some manga trailers that I saw put up, whatever. Uh, the new character, his name is Granola. Um, you know, keep, you know, far. Yes, as in Granola Bar. Yes, okay. the character's name is Granola. In true Toriyama fashion, with these with these names. Um, so we get a we get a full visual on him. We get to see him a little bit in action, trying to take care of some business, as well as uh, a character that's been throughout the Mora arc, not being dead. So helping us set up for whatever is going to fully come next. It's one of those things that I don't see this character being the main antagonist by any means, but we'll see what we'll see what the rest of Dragon Ball know. Super you don't arc. Get your fiber in your body, it can be pretty bad, man. Off. <laughs> 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 all right so i don't know it was just a aftermath chapter man that's what it was um i'd probably give it a six also because of uh you know in just because of, of true dragon ball fashion something happened won't won't say what but i'll give it a six next up we have solo leveling 133 zach what do you think of this one seven i agree it's seven it's it's a setup that's what it is well it's a setup and it's also very just Showing where our pro tag is currently and just his state of being. Yeah, state of mind and everything. Yep, yep. Um, what about God of High School 496? I'm going to give it a chainsaw. What the fuck? <laughs> that's fair. I like how it's how that's going to be dubbed as a chainsaw now because of how much of a what the fuck chainsaw man became. Uh, that's going to be the official rating here on this show is a chainsaw. What the fuck? That's going to be the official rating from now on. Like this, this string of like last five chapters is just a big amalgamation of what is going on. Yeah. I mean, I'm super happy for our characters, for our characters who got their, their moment, their moment finally. But yep. just why was it done in such an odd way? It really was, man. Cause like, you know, the past few chapters, you know, we had like, um, like stuff, you know, it was showcasing stuff that happened in the past. And then we returned to the present, uh, with one of our pro tags, you know, and we couldn't just do it in succession. No, we had to jump back and forth. Yeah. It, we had to jump back and forth between the past sequence we're watching as well as the present sequence. Uh, with this, with this particular chapter, we are all completely in the present and it was just, one, it was just one big string of events one after another. And it, it, the chapter just kind of felt all over the place. I guess technically it was all over the place if you want to get technical on locations. Um, but, I mean, the big takeaway is, is our characters had their big moment. We had, a, a, in my opinion, a beautiful shot of Mori at the end. I oh, yeah, no, that shot was great. That was, like, his eye, the smile, everything about it. That was a beautiful shot. That would make a great phone wallpaper. Yeah, that was absolutely just an incredible shot. I, I definitely feel... agree with you on a chainsaw what the fuck, but in a sense of a number <laughs> rating, I'm going to give it just because of the moment and the ending. I, I love those shots throughout this series of God of High. It has some, God of High School, some of the best shots in a webtoon. I'm going to give it probably an eight because the shot alone loved it. And the, and the, the, they had their moment, man. We've been building this up for, for, for so fucking long. I mean, like five years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'll give it an eight as well as a chainsaw. What the fuck added on top of it. <laughs> I feel like something good has happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then we have uh, un- Unordinary is up next. Unordinary uh, 2.14. What do you think of this one? Seven. 
I agree. It, it still goes back to what we talked about before, where it's just like, okay, so this is where we're going with things? Okay, whatever. You know, it's not like this fucking character hasn't been mentioned for God knows how long, but whatever. Oh, by the way, since we mentioned her now, we're going to add more elements that we haven't touched on in a while. Yeah. Down the rabbit hole we go. Yeah, but just keep, keep on going. Yeah, I, I agree with you on a seven. All right, what about uh, LC91? And then we'll hop over to the Patreon topic. LC, I will give a seven. We're still in the aftermath of everything that's happened after the fight and just everyone attending their school life. Um, I mean, most interesting thing that happened here was uh, Jai Wu's two friends, Subin, and uh, oh, I can never remember the guy's name. Not Wuin, but the other one. His, those two are mischievous and have discovered that our um, female from the group that communes with animals has a small crush on Jai Wu. So they decide to mess with her by Su Bin, who uh, I'm probably pronouncing her name wrong, as a female goes up to her and is like, why are you following my boyfriend? With a space. But it doesn't say, she just says boyfriend and in her mind with, with space. <laughs> And more or less have this girl freaking out, thinking she's doing something wrong, and that he, he's already taken and went on and just messing with her, because it ends with the, her trying to walk off, blushing, and the two of them just chuckling behind her, following her around and saying more random crap to make her get the wrong idea. Other than that, it was just a continued chapter of just Jai Wu working with uh, Kaden, learning things, and Kaden being. All-powerful. All-powerful Garfield cat. Yes. And our big principal guy. Uh, also apparently having a thing for cats and giving Caden a treat. And Caden just going, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> because since the two of them have actually fought each other before. All right. Well, finally time for the Patreon topic. Uh, we got on some side tangents this episode, but that's fine. That's... uh. That's all uh, fine for the episode. I'm all down for side tangents. So the uh, the topic is our favorite anime manga webtoon characters of all time. The the stipulation that I put is we have to at least name our favorite, our number one favorite, or at least try, as well as name some others. Uh, so who wants to start? I, I don't care. Who wants to kick, kick things off? Josh. What? Do you want to start? Zach start? Me start? Uh, it doesn't matter to me. Okay. I, I, I figured you guys were going to go. I mean, I did, went first last time. All right, Zach, you kick things off. Decisive people. Okay. You kick things <laughs> off first. All right. So, for me, my li- like, I got a few on here that I know why. The other ones are just characters I grew attached to. Mm-hmm. One of them being Sanji from the One Piece. Fucking fair. I love Sanji. <laughs> I mean, I just grew super attached to Sanji and just the ridiculous of. That is Sanji and mm-hmm. falling in love with women because they're women. Yeah. <laughs> and just his whole, at the time when I first watched One Piece, just his whole fighting style was very intriguing to me. Yeah. He's got a great backstory too. Mm-hmm. Love the backstory. Whole Cake Island is a great arc. Uh, absolutely. That's one of my favorite arcs. I mean, I just enjoyed his Barati backstory back yeah, when yeah, they, yeah. before Whole Cake was even a thing. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that backstory. The only reason I did not say is because couldn't, I couldn't remember the name. <laughs> you couldn't remember Barati? No. Okay. It slipped the mind. But anyway, yeah, I agree. Sanji's dope. Sanji's dope. Uh, another one who I really grew attached to during that time would be Spike Spiegel. Just because I absolutely love Bebop. Uh, and just Spike and so, just characters itself, just a whole cowboy thing and everything. Right. It's just a great character and 
just seeing his whole backstory and everything throughout the series. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I like this character, but I do. Lupin from Lupin the Third. That is <laughs> that's out of left field. <laughs> I mean, that was the, okay. So I've actually have watched the series now, but at the time, whenever that show would randomly just pop up randomly on um, Adult Swim. Yeah, late night adult swim and whatnot. Yep. And I was just like, what is going on? There's this weird <laughs> gangly man going around <laughs> trying to jump on women for some reason and steal stuff. I don't know why. Have you, hmm? have you seen the uh, the Lupin the Third Detective Conan mo- crossover movie? I own both. Oh. Oh, God. We have a true fan I, in here. Yeah, I didn't know that it was a thing until the other day. I was looking stuff up and saw it. So there is you two, are a fan. There is two films, and they are both actually very good. <laughs> because the first one is just them going up against each other. The second one is they're both both their groups are aware of each other, and just their interactions together are great. Mm-hmm. Because um, in the second one, there's a great moment where Conan, being our small little detective, I can't remember Lupin's uh, partner. Them right now, the one, the burlier the one, one with, with the fedora, with the fedora and beard. He's at a, yeah. he's sitting at a bar, and whatnot. And Conan needs information, so he just walks in the bar and goes up to him, like, "Hey, Dad, we need to go home." <laughs> and he just immediately, "What do you want, kid?" <laughs> Fully aware of who Conan is and what game he's playing. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I just looping just because at the time when I saw the series, I had no idea what was going on and just the ridiculousness of it. Right. I was just like, yeah, no, I'm fine with this. I'm okay with this. <laughs> Keep it moving. <laughs> As a 14-year-old kid. Um, so I actually got my top. Well, one is my top. The other one is fairly high up there. Is Subaru from ReZero. Just because he is a character who is just done fantastically because there's moments in the series where you want to root for him and everything. Then there's just complete other moments that just flips his character and you just absolutely despise this character who you've loved, who you liked and was wanting to be able to do what he was wanting just maybe an episode or two ago. Mm-hmm. He's just so well written and just this whole flip and then be able to fill both admiration and uh, despising him at the same time throughout the series. And just makes the character feel like so human in this situation he's been stuck in throughout the series. Which I need to go watch season two, which I still haven't touched, unfortunately. And my personal favorite character would probably be Einzel Gone from Overlord. And because I absolutely love a very good anti hero villain character. And he's a character who's built so well just across the animation of three seasons we've gotten because we have our first season where he's more or less shown as the this protector of his dungeon and everything staying in to protect his people and help them adapt to this new world they've been thrust in the second season shows him off really well not in that sort of savior aiding his people but more in a all powerful being that can be magnanimous at the same time destructful in the eyes of monsters and people. And then we have our third season, which he's more or less seen as just this 
outright demon evil being that he is not should not be rooted for or should be seen as the hero he is the absolute most evil being in this world at this time and it's just love how this character has been built from all these three different perspectives you can see through how they choose to do the scenes with which characters throughout these seasons. Mm -hmm. Because the first season follows mostly him and his guardians. Second season, it's follows, it still follows him, but it actually focuses a lot more on just things he has his guardians do. And then the creatures they deal with. And then the third season is follows a lot more the humans and people who reside within that world. It, shows a lot of their interactions and how they proceed all the things and whatnot, which we still get moments with Ainz, but it's not nearly as often. Mm-hmm. And usually it's, even if he is there, it's still following in perspective of the humans in that series at the time. So I just love how his character's been built just through these different perspectives through each season. Right. Okay. Um, Josh, what about you? What uh, what are you what are you looking like for some of your favorite characters of all time? Who I'm actually really curious. I you may have told me in years past, but I actually have no idea who your favorite character is of all time. I have no fucking clue. So I'm actually kind of curious. Man, I don't. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't either. So that's I don't fair. Really have a favorite character <laughs> that, of all time. That, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it's tough for some people to get one. I do want to shout out yeah. the new Lupin, the first movie and new animation that's on Blu-ray and DVD. Mm-hmm. Go buy it. Also, shout out to the fact that I just found out like a week or two ago that Hitman Reborn is on uh, Blu-ray in English release. You know, for you know, it, obviously it never got dubbed, but either way, that was pretty hyped to find out. I got, I'm gonna have to pick that up soon. But anyway, Josh, what are you looking like for favorite characters? And it's understandable that you can't name a, a person or flavor. It, it's completely understandable. Yeah, um, and since I don't have a personal favorite, I'm just gonna start spouting them off in no hey, particular order. That's fine. Doesn't bother me, man. <laughs> Uh, so last time we talked about his favorite anime arcs, so one of my favorite anime arcs was, I just said the entire anime of Trigun, uh, so Vash of Stampede is up there on favorite characters. Love the anime, love his character, just the fact that he's the most hated person on that planet, and he doesn't really care, because he just wants to help people, despite everyone thinking that he's basically a typhoon that just destroys everything. Um... Uh, next would be, I'll probably just go by anime. So like One Piece, I have two. I really like Roronoro Zoro as a character, but he's not my favorite from the series. I have to put it on, like, make it Law. Law is my favorite. Just because his backstory, his, his backstory is so good. And out of everybody in the entire series, like he's gone through a ton of shit and he has the most level head. Like he doesn't like impulsively act on stuff like literally everyone else does fair so <laughs> yeah so he's probably he's probably up there on my favorite characters um you know Yusuke Urameshi from Yu Hakusho loved it as a kid so he was always been a favorite character of mine when I had the uh, the dark tournament game on PlayStation 2 he was the character I was the best with that game was actually very hard that game was hard but it was so much fun because he got a ton he actually had a lot of characters from it that did. that arc because it more or less had the entire roster from the series. Uh, yeah, everyone from every main team. Um, so you get some with like only two characters, but those yeah. are only two characters from that team that matters. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of hard to think of like anime characters, but I think I think those would be my top uh, my top four. 
most definitely. I don't think I have a top five. I mean, I don't really watch or read a whole lot. And as much as I like stuff like Jujutsu Kaisen and Black Clover, they haven't actually been out long enough for me to like, be like, this is my favorite character. You just really enjoy the series, but you don't necessarily have a favorite character. I can get that. Yeah. I can get that. And, I have and a, a couple lot of, series like that, too. Yeah. And, I mean, if the series... It goes one or two ways. Either there's, like, one character, and it can't... He can... It can't really be your favorite character from the series because it's the only character in that series that's consistent and that's like, you know, Bash the Stampede. Mm-hmm. And then you have other series where there's like a team effort and you're like, ah, oh, the whole team's actually really good and I can't pick a favorite out of them. And so that's kind of what it all boils down to is like, yeah, I'll pick my favorite out of them, but I don't really have a favorite because they're all, they all, they're all equal in their own way. Right, right. Okay. Uh, do you have any other shout outs? Not really. I mean, Shout out to Detective Conan. I really liked uh, watching that back in the day when it was on Adult Swim. I mean, you can still watch it on Crunchyroll. I could. I don't want to. <laughs> There's too many episodes. <laughs> yep. I guess shout out to Inuyasha, too. He was my favorite character in Inuyasha. He was kind of like a big, dumb badass. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I was- Alex, tell us about your favorite characters. That's the one I'm excited to hear because I already know it's Goku. Yeah, it's number, like he already told us. Yeah, number one is Goku, and it's and if you need context, go back a few episodes. I don't remember what number we had a, a fan. It's literally the one labeled top five anime arcs. No, 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 no. The, no, the one where I talked about Goku no, in detail was we had the question labeled top five Dragon Ball characters. No, oh my bad. I don't remember the title of the episode, but it was whatever episode we had the Patreon topic. Uh, who was our? It was, it was a Jerry question. question about our favorite Dragon Ball character. Yes. And we like, obviously don't pay like attention Goku. to our own titles. Fuck no, I don't. Only some. Well, we don't because we don't know what they are until Alex makes them. Yeah, and the only I only remember a couple of tiles off the top of my head, like lighthearted, how to spend sixty dollars at Taco Bell. Listen. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So my favorite. No, character... no, 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 no. We're gonna pause. Here. Okay. All right. All I right. Saw all you right. guys, I saw you guys trash talking me. <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. I know, but it's crashed, still. <laughs> and I didn't know the app had crashed. That that was the feature. It's telling you that the order went through. Is that the Taco Bell app just crashes? And I was like, well, I'm just gonna put this order in again, and. I didn't, it went in twice. Look, it's still now funny. I know, it's still funny. Now I know if the Taco Bell app crashes, then that means your order went through. It's still funny. It's it's still funny just flat out just leave it with no context. Yeah, Josh spent $60 at Taco Bell. It's funny to leave it at that with no context. And, and the rest of the context is I didn't – it was all for me. There's two people eating. I know. And I was I know. hungry. And Taco Bell's not cheap anymore like it used to be. Oh. Uh, Anyway, <laughs> I, I know. Now that he got that off his chest. All right. So yeah. Goku, Goku is my favorite character of all time. If you want full details, go back to a previous episode. Check that out. Uh, other characters. Um, man, I love Itachi. Man, his backstory, everything that he went through, uh, everything that he did behind the scenes. I love stuff like that. I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. Um, Bro, I forgot I read Naruto. Oh, my fucking Itachi, God. Itachi would be up there, too, now. <laughs> what? You, you know, when, whenever you read Naruto, <laughs> even whenever I said, Josh, you want to <laughs> shout anyone out? It's because I was literally looking at my <laughs> shelf behind Zach that has Gara and Itachi on soda bottles. Because I thought maybe Josh wants to shout out Gara and Itachi. <laughs> How do you, forget you, you read a series like Naruto. Oh my God. Like, I want to know this because you already shouted out Gara earlier this episode. You did. I did. <laughs> I spaced out. 
just put me on the spot and had to. Okay, up Alex, I think you got your dude. clip and your episode name here, dude. I do, <laughs> and that's the intro, boys. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Itachi, love him, great character. Minato, great character, love Minato, of course. Jiraiya is obviously fantastic uh, character. You know, I, I you know, when it comes to like getting into different series, I try to not completely fall in love with the pro tag. Obviously the point is to fall in love with them. They're your pro tag, but I got a lot of love for Naruto, man. Um, you know, I, re- I relate to Naruto in the sense of like the no dad part that that's very relatable for me. So I really love that aspect throughout the story and how it's further explored, uh, when he finally meets his father and, you know, later on stuff, stuff that's animated only all that absolutely phenomenal stuff. Uh, Bon, Bon is probably my favorite character from seven deadly sins. Although I do, I, I don't know. It's tough, man. I'm a huge fan of Meliodas as well. I, I love Meliodas's and Elizabeth's story. It is one of the most tragic stories that I, I've seen personally, just because of how it's played out. I'm a fan of Captain of the Leftovers. I know you are. Hawk, yeah, Hawk is great. Yeah, Hawk, Hawk, Hawk is great. Yeah, Meliodas I'm... and Bon are fantastic. Probably, you know, reading through the manga. It and up to that point, it was probably Meliodas, but it it probably became Bond after he came back from Purgatory. Josh, I've told you about that moment. I'm pumped. That to see is it. a he, great, badass moment. It man. is so. Not good. only did you tell me, you just spoiled it for everyone that watches it on Netflix. That's not true because I did not say what happened. Besides, you know what happens after Purgatory. It's all I said. So, <laughs> yeah, I didn't spoil anything. Not yet. I haven't got, I've gotten decent at dancing around spoilers. But anyway, yeah, the Bond is probably my favorite because of that moment. That moment, I, I already loved him up to that point, but Meliodas had a little bit of an edge. But that moment is so fucking awesome. Oh, my God. Um, huge fan of, of Hibari from Hitman Reborn. Probably my favorite Hitman Reborn character. I also I, I love Suna because his character development throughout the series is really fun to watch. Um, I always mispronounce his name. I was literally just trying to get his name down before this show with Zach here. Uh, but um, by Barakuren, I'm not sure you pronounce his name. The white-haired main villain of the future arc is one of my favorite villains of all time because I love, I love a villain like him that has like this really like, hey, I want to be your best friend type of mentality where you know he seems so nice. But at the same time, he's so I can stab as fuck. you in your kidneys. Yeah, he seems so nice. He's always smiling. He's always cheerful. This and that. He's always having a good time. But he is sadistic as fuck. And I love characters like that. Like you know, so he's one of my favorite villains of all time. Let's see what else. Uh, I love the. I love uh, Edward Elric. Uh, Alphonse is all right. I never got overly attached to Alphonse. He was okay. Uh, Edward's great. Roy Mustang. I mean, Roy. Roy's fantastic. I don't think anyone can disagree with me on that. That's why it's checked out. Full Metal Alchemist. Um, I'm a huge fan of of uh, Light as well because I, I love characters like like like, like similar to Itachi, where there's so much planning behind everything that they do. I love stuff like that in different series. It's why Full Metal is one of my favorite series because of all the planning that went into the creation of the country. Um, and, and you know, you know, and that's the same thing with uh, with Light here with Death Note is that the planning that he has throughout the entire series, most notably the first half, the the good half as I'll call it. The other half is okay, but the the great half that everyone loves, just all the planning that goes into it is absolutely fantastic. Sanji, I agree with you. Sanji is fantastic. I love Law as well. I agree with you on that one, Josh. Uh, those are two fantastic One Piece characters for me. Uh, honestly, man. I got to tell you, I really, really like our pro tag in Kaiju. Uh, Kafka, I love him. I really do. Kafka's good. I really like Kafka, man. I guess one of the things that, that's really nice 
when it comes to this character is that it's not like your teenage boy. You, it's a 30 something year old man. Who's, he's your middle-aged dad. He's your middle-aged dad. I just think that's, I think it's a different dynamic, man. I like that. You don't, you don't see that all the time, especially, you know, you've, you literally pit him with other, uh, you know, to trademark his children. Yeah. Kids, you know? So I, I don't know, man. I, I like that. I like that dynamic a lot. I, I really like him uh, quite a bit. Um, that, that's all off the top of my head. Um, drawing a blank right now on others. I mean, I really like, uh, Leon from, uh, Akami I Kill, uh, Akami from Akami I Kill, obviously as death, everyone loves as death, uh, from that series. Um, Raftilia, love Raftilia from Rising of the, uh, Shield Hero. Afumi's obviously a great character. Fuck the spear hero. He's a fucking dumbass. Uh, yeah, the worst, but Raftilia is fantastic. Absolutely love Raftilia. Um, Loxus, big fan of Loxus, probably my favorite fairy tale character. I really enjoy, I really enjoy everything about him. Um, I'm, I mean, when it comes to Black Clover, I would just honestly say my favorite character is probably Noel in Black Clover. I really like Noel a lot. Um, after that, obviously Yami. I mean, who doesn't like Yami besides his voice? Yeah, uh, besides the voice actor, the English dub. I don't like the English dub of of, of Yami. <laughs> Bakugo, of course, love Bakugo and My Hero Academia. Um, obviously none of these are in any sort of order besides Goku. I, I don't know. I don't know who would be my second favorite of all time. Probably potentially like Itachi would probably be my second favorite. That's just off the top of my head without thinking about it. But I think that's a good little list for my favorite characters. I won't really go on more. We can go on all, I can go on all fucking day. Just keep on rambling about them. So I'm gonna go ahead and stop now while I'm ahead. Zach, you look like you're about to say something. You, you're giving me that look where you're just like, mm, I'm feeling about to roast this fucker. I'm waiting for the roast. I mean, I wasn't going to roast you. Oh, I was waiting for the roast. You had that look in your eye. Where it's like, mm, I'm ready to roast this bitch. <laughs> Josh, how do you forget reading an entire <laughs> fucking series, man? Oh, man. I that's, just, that's... In the moment, I forgot. I, I, I spaced on a lot of stuff, like My Hero Academia and stuff like that, too. Oh, now you're just, oh, yeah, Razor. My Hero. The yeah. your head. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's pretty cool. Yeah, Bond. I, I, I like him. And this is why I wrote a list down. I didn't write a list. Josh, don't feel bad. I I actually went through series I read. I did not write a list, so don't feel bad, Josh. (laughs) I didn't write a list either. Yeah, you told me to think of it, and I was like, all right. And I thought about it. As we were talking about the anime. Yeah. Yeah. No, I had thought about it already, and then I kind of spaced out for a little bit, and then I was like, oh, fuck, what was it? Yeah, I forgot about a lot of stuff. Oh, I do want to give one last shout out uh, to a character. I'm a huge fan of uh, Yusei Fudo from uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds. So, obviously, growing up, you know, you watched the four kids Yu-Gi-Oh! You know, you watched the original series. You know, some of us, you know, watch GX. I like GX personally. Then you watched Little Karibo. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. Then you watch Little Karibo. Uh, and then, you know, once GX ended, which, by the way, the English dub never actually ended. They did not. Season four of GX is actually really fucking good. It gets I, really dark. I definitely recommend it. Uh, but then you have Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds came out over here, right? And everyone's just like, card games on motorcycles, this is fucking stupid. And everyone kind of like shoved it off, didn't check it out. But I'm not kidding. Like, check out Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds. It's actually really, really fucking good. Like, I, I really enjoyed watching through it. You say is. I mean, if we're going based off statistics, I'll go ahead and say it. You say he's uh, the best pro tag in Yu-Gi-Oh! history if we're going based off stats. He only lost one fucking duel out of, like, a shit ton of duels. That's going off stats. He is statistically the best protagonist. And he didn't even have to be on his motorcycle for all of them. That's true. Uh, but, yeah, you know. That's some skill. Yeah, I want to give that shout-out because people, you know, 
that you know, like that watch you go growing up, they just kind of dismissed five Ds, for example. They may have dismissed Arc V that just recently came out a few years ago. I can't speak for Zexel. Zexel looks fucking stupid. I've I, the little bit I've watched, I did not personally enjoy. That's just my opinion. Arc V though is actually really good as well. I definitely recommend checking out Yu Gi Oh Arc V. But Yu Gi Oh GX though, you're not lying, dude. Season four got dark. Oh, he did. That that was some <laughs> dark shit, man. Like from our ending of introducing those new uh, Egyptian goddess cards, then going into the weirdness that was season four. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, screw these Egyptian god cards. Yeah, season four, man. The the one that never got dubbed, uh, sub only. Uh, it is it is some dark shit. It's it's Jaden's senior year. It's, it's actually pretty hard to year. find now too. It is. I, Crunchyroll actually has it, unless they've removed it. That's where I watched it. You can watch all this on Crunchyroll. Not a pay promotion. Um, so definitely recommend checking that out. But yeah, special shout out to Yusei Fudo, man. That is he's a badass protagonist of uh, Yu Gi Oh for sure. All right, well, um, does anyone have any special shout-outs of any kind to anime characters, just something random, whatever? Has everyone got everything kind of off their chest? I hope Sakamoto has a happy new year. That's true, that's true. And uh, you know what? Happy new year from uh, us to the listeners. You know, uh, I know by the time people listen to this, the new year will already pass. Well, let's hope for a solid 2021. It might be rough here for the first few months, but, you know, let's just, uh, we're all in it together. Let's keep it moving. Let's hopefully have a great year. I know in terms of uh, Sparky 3 and all the podcasts and stuff, we're going to have an absolute phenomenal year. Uh, I'll go ahead and say it up front. I got a lot. I have. I personally have a lot of high expectations for what this year is going to have in terms of just like the quality of content that we're going to be pushing. Um, and it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. And, uh, you know, I can't thank you guys enough for listening to this show, listening a lot hard and everything in between. Um, but hey, that's going to do it from us. The last episode recorded in 2020. We are here. It is t- time for 2021. Lot Hard Anime Plus, both going strong. We have Real Talk, though, Mental Health Diaries on the way as well. We got a lot of good stuff coming out of here out of the office that is Sparky 3. Well, that's going to do it from us, guys. This is episode 15 Anime Plus. Hopefully, you guys have an absolutely phenomenal, positively super amazing day. Until next time, guys, have a good one. Bye. See you next year, everybody.